Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. Welcome to Movie News number 72. Let's talk about the latest developments in film and TV. Hello, movie friends. Hope you had a great week. Let's get into the news. The news. Honestly, I was so worried because we were both working on the Google Doc together as separate computers. I was worried there wasn't going to be an origin story in this week's episode is for there? movie news. There I, is. An I didn't or- find one. There's an you? origins. There's okay. an origins okay. in there. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait a to hear about it. Prequel origins. Yeah. I, can't so, wait. I was, I was like scouring the movie internet. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Where's the origin story this there. week? But I threw yeah. it in there. Yeah. Because there were th- like th- two or three last week, and uh-huh. we were on like a 17 week streak, uh, streak of there being origin stories. Actually, I posted it in the Instagram story. This one in particular because it's just it never ends the joke but, but let's let, get into the box office <laughs> go for it uh black adam once again topped the weekend box office with 15 million domestic it has a total cum of 135 uh, in america and then it's reached uh 290 million uh worldwide for an international box office run again we think that this movie needs another 100 million we'll see if it gets there what was it international i'm sorry right now and it's 290 total total yeah international global international global wow yeah. that's kind of a yeah I wouldn't say it's a bomb, but it's a disappointment. It needs another hundred mil for sure. Then One Piece Red film, One Piece film Red, which is a new anime film being released by Sony, came in second place with nine million dollars. Then Ticket to Paradise with Clooney and Roberts came in third place with seven million, still performing very well at the box office. Smile is at number four with three million, and then Pray for the Devil, the other horror film out right now, made two million dollars to make out the number five spot. Smile is almost at two hundred million. Last time That's I checked, crazy. I did a review of it uh, a few days ago on the channel and on the podcast. It was at like one hundred ninety million global. And it's mostly domestic too. And it's seventy yeah. seventeen million dollar budget, crazy success. And speaking of new animated films, did you know there's a new uh, Disney animated film coming out this month? This month, it's called Strange World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. almost got invited to like uh, an event for oh, it. That didn't but work out. I just uh, yeah, it didn't work out. Oh, <laughs> I guess Disney doesn't like us. Probably because we're shadow being on TikTok and aren't getting any views. Probably. <laughs> um, but I, I I looked into it and I remember seeing a trailer for it like a couple weeks ago. Budget, I saw a trailer a month, like a couple months ago. Budget is $120 million. I'd be shocked if this, if this thing pulls 200 because, again, they, they need to make like 250 for a profit, if that, 300 Just like the performance of like Lightyear, I'm, I'm expecting it to like not perform very well at the box office. I remember seeing the trailer at least two months ago for the first time in theaters. I've seen and, any and, I, and I was like, that's the tr- that's a Disney? Like That's what they're going with? It doesn't seem like... I don't think it's something that kids find interesting. And, and it looks kind of just like... When the trailer played, I was like, that's a movie trailer? That's a movie. That's a movie. Jake Gyllenhaal leads the cast of voice actors. I'll be surprised if it pulls $200 because I haven't seen any marketing it for, for it anywhere, and it comes out on the 23rd. Yeah, it's going to be a bomb. So, I mean, I mean, I, we all know Lightyear didn't do very Sorry, well either. Sorry, Disney. So, whew, the animated department, they're just like, I don't know what's going on because they're usually, Pixar is always bangers, bangers, bangers. And before we get into all the rest of the news, we did a movie poster giveaway contest posted yesterday on the YouTube channel. All you have to do to enter to win a free poster is subscribe, obviously, to the channel, Raise the Lost Podcast, and leave a comment on the movie poster giveaway video, not this video, the giveaway video for the poster. We'll pick a winner in a week. If you win, you pick a movie. And we'll send you a poster for free with our sponsor, MoviePosters.com. Good luck, everyone. Let's move on to news. I just want to point out that we 
predicted 28 months later being in production soon because on our modern horror boom episode we were like why don't they make a third film to that trilogy they can make a trilogy months later months later is great we love 28 days later one of the best zombie infection movies of all time and then 28 weeks later really good sequel for a horror film um it's got its problems but i mean i still liked it a lot but like 28 months later now is the time to do it zombies are still hot so hot right if now. If there's zombies, if you debate there's zombies. I so, know. You don't have to say that every time you bring up 28 days later. We have because then people will attack us. Oh, whatever. People will attack it's us. Just call it a zombie movie. It's people a zombie will attack movie. Us. It's a zombie movie. The script is finished by Alex Garland, and Danny Boyle wants to make it. This is crazy because it was two days like after we posted it, they announced this. Alex Garland said he was inspired by a chat on a podcast called Raiders of the Lost Podcast. I love it. <laughs> That's actually in the news story. <laughs> he wrote the script in, yeah. in two days after he heard that. <laughs> They're right, I can do it. (laughs) Next up, Avatar 2 released its final trailer, and it is glorious. It's really incredible. Looks stunning, and it really set the scale for what we're about to uh, see in theaters. You actually watched it? Yeah, I watched it. Wow, I I thought you were the no-watching-trailer king. I mean, it's Avatar. Couldn't resist it. Couldn't resist I'll only see it in theaters and IMAX. Like, I'm not watching it online. Yeah, yeah. Just like the previous one. I didn't watch the first Avatar. It didn't give anything away at all. I know, but the first Avatar trailer, I just wanted to wait until I was in IMAX to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't want to experience it in anything other than that for the first time. What a, what a cinephile. Next up, we have a crazy, crazy story that happened on the set of <laughs> Equalizer 3. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Went into production with Denzel and Antoine Fuqua, both returning. It's filming in Italy. Filming right now. So on the set of the Equalizer 3, it's been the set the site of a drug bust as Italian police seized 120 grams of cocaine from crew members. That's a lot of grams. That's insane. That's a lot of grams. 120 grams of coke <laughs> from the crew it's like on this. the set of The Equalizer, which has been filming for like two weeks. <laughs> it's like this much, right? <laughs> it's probably more than that. Yeah. 120 grams. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like a big bag. Yeah, like, big a, bag. like a movie bag. It's going to last the three months shoot, man. <laughs> They're probably like, it's a rob. It's a rob. A un brapo. They had to have bought it in Italy. I mean, I mean, it just sounds like a dumb move all around by a the crew un, guy. A un film, a un film. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Denzel. Avete cocaine. Un voto con Denzel. <laughs> Crazy. Alora, that's pretty ridiculous. It is a crime story now. Next up, <clears throat> we have some new releases this week. Jennifer Lawrence's return to the big screen after her hiatus, Causeway, has just been released on Apple TV. Also, Daniel co-starring Brian Tyree yeah. Henry, who was awesome. He's awesome in Atlanta, but also was in Bullet Train. So Correct. he's working with another A-lister here. It's, he's just rising up so fast. Absolutely. And then Daniel Radcliffe's new film, uh, based on the on Weird Al Yankovic's story, has been released on Roku. Both films are getting um, good ratings and reviews. Yeah, uh, we have some Dune news. Dude. So it actually a few days ago was the one year start countdown for when Dune Two comes out. Uh-huh. So it's like three hundred. 63 days until it comes out, which is pretty cool. Now, Dave Padista came out saying, Dune 2 is better and way more action-packed than the first film. So, it's exciting. Obviously, if you've read the book and you know the story, you know it's going to be a lot more action-packed. Have you uh, read the book? Uh, I've dabbled. <laughs> I've dabbled. I read it again recently. <laughs> For the fifth time. Um, I can't wait to see it. And we're going to get so many new characters with uh, with, with Fade Rautha, played by Austin Butler. I cannot wait to see. He'll be like the new antagonist in addition to Baron Harkonnen. So I think people are going to get really excited about this as soon as like a trailer starts to drop because a lot of people thought the first movie was boring. That was like, if you if people didn't love it, which a lot of people did, but some people called it slow and boring and kind of pointless and like, oh, it's the teaser for the second film. It's like a trailer for Dune Part 2. <laughs> 
this movie will probably meet your expectations if if you were in that category. Yeah, and Dave Batista wrapped his filming, so he's all done on the film. Next up, <coughs> the, good, the good nurse, <laughs> the good nurse on Netflix has become the platform's best performing English language film. Uh, the thriller has clocked in at over sixty eight million hours viewed already in I think a week. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Extremely popular. I get, yeah, I, I kind of want to check it out because we all love serial killers, and they're they're so hot, so hot right now. Serial killers are so hot. <laughs> so this is also based on a true story, yeah, yeah. which is wild. I watched the trailer; it's pretty crazy about story. a nurse that uh, uh, kills people and is trying to cover it up and gets tracked down by a doctor. Uh, moving on to Warner Brothers news with Stevie with CEO uh, who's it Zegler, yeah, the CEO new, of the new CEO, yeah. He wants first off, he wants to make an, like more Superman movies and more like pushing towards Superman Batman films. And obviously, there's a ton of rumors about Ben Affleck being in a solo Batman movie. We'll find out. But obviously, we know Superman Two is going to be a go, Man of Steel Two, whatever they're going to call it. But also, he wants to make more Harry Potter movies if Joe if J.K. Rowling signs on. Now, I think she needs to like give them their blessing. I'm assuming in order for them to go forward with movies, I think she still owns like theatrical rights. She owns the rights to the, to the property, yeah. So they need to get her permission to do it, which I think is obviously a smart move because if you think about, it, we haven't had a Harry Potter movie since what 2009. Imagine if Radcliffe came back as Harry Potter. I don't think he would. I don't think I Radcliffe would come back. Yeah, that would stay. I think they would just more more focus on uh, original stories with characters in the Harry Potter world. I want I like want, going forwards. I want Radcliffe back. Like, like an aura. Like we should get like a Neville Longbottom movie. Like <laughs> Longbottom origins. <laughs> Herbol- no, Longbottom herbology. Herbology <laughs> origins. <laughs> but I think that's a smart move. It's obviously it's their most valuable IP. It really is compared to, I mean, DC, yeah, but like Harry Potter is so valuable. It's so loved around the world in so many different countries. So I think it's a it's a no-brainer to go forward and try to make more movies. Yeah, I agree. Now it's time for the origins. Origins! Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o is in talks to star in A Quiet Place, day one. Origins! <laughs> Just kidding, Origins isn't in the title, but day one is in the title. <laughs> Which is funny because we already saw day one in A Quiet Place part we two. We saw the flashback. This is basically turning into the Walking Dead spinoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the Fear pre- the Walking Dead. The prequel spinoff is set to hit theaters March 8th, 2024. We don't know who's going to direct or anything. And we, and Krasinski <laughs> has confirmed that he's not returning to direct any movies in the franchise. Oh, really? Yeah, he's done with the first two. So he's not going to do the third one? Yeah, he wouldn't I mean, good for him. He proved his chops, and now he can pretty much probably do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's making a movie with Ryan Reynolds right now. That's right, yeah, that's right. They're filming right now. That's really cool. I like how you said Lupita Nyong'o with an Italian accent. You're like, Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o. <laughs> Nyong'o. Next, next up, we have Christina Maloney. Is this the daughter of Chris Maloney? No, the, the girl from Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, because I was gonna say like and, um, maybe he how, pulled, she's the mother and how I met your mother. Maybe he pulled a George Foreman and named like his daughter. Wait, after no, her. did I spell her name wrong? You said Christina Maloney. Is that is that her name? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fact check Anthony here. Fact checking Anthony. Do do here. I'll, I'll move up to the next bit of news before we get oh, back. I got it right here. So Westworld. Oh, it's Meloti. 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 Yeah. So Christina Meloti. Milioti. Milioti. Wow, you're way off. Christina Milioti. I was going by memory. You missed, you missed like seven <laughs> letters in there. Christina Milioti is cast as co-lead in Penguin series with Colin Farrell. She will be playing Falcone's daughter in this world. It's called Falcone versus Batman Begins. Uh, it's Falcone. So Falcone's daughter 
who is canonical in the comic books, is basically a villain and antagonist to Batman. I hope that she's a villain. That'd be really cool in this in this TV series to like in this origins in this origins. <laughs> We're not. It's like pe- penguins rise. <laughs> rise. This is, all right, this, we should have a new thing. A rise movie. Rise. Penguins rise. Rise of the penguins. Rise of the penguins. Rise of the mid tier gangster. <laughs> rise of Christina Maloney. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> HBO has canceled Westworld after four seasons. It was just uh, it just released its fourth season recently, and the ratings have never been good since the first season. I was a fan of the show, and then I actually gave up on the show after the third season, like literally mid- midway through the third season. It just got to be way too like convoluted and like ridiculous, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I think that they lost a lot of their fan base. Warner Brothers has been cutting everything that doesn't benefit them over the last Which is few smart. Months. I mean, yeah. that's what production and studios are supposed to do. I think a lot of studios in the last, like, five years, they've been going forward with projects that, even though they're not making them any money, they're getting low numbers, they're still pumping a ton of money into them, just burning through cash yeah. for some reason. But now, you know, with Zaz- Zaslav coming in, he's like, we're not going to produce anything that's not going to get a ton of views and eyeballs and not is not going to benefit us and make money. Yeah, and the show is expensive, so it, it doesn't make sense to keep, because they want to do five seasons because the sh- this show hasn't wrapped up the story. They were planning a fifth, but then I think it's just way too expensive of a show. They shoot on film. It's their biggest production for yeah. TV, for sure. Yeah, they have huge sets, lots of moving parts, so it's just a, a monster behemoth of a production. I'm guess I'm guessing it has a, a comparable um, per per episode budget as um, House of the Dragon, probably Maybe. a little less. But probably it's, like it's around five to there. ten it's somewhere. definitely way up It's got to be five at yeah. least an episode. It's very expensive. Yeah, those, those sets are elaborate, especially after season two. I mean, it's a lot of money. Lots of CGI. It. Lots of a big ensemble cast, too, that yeah. I'll have to get paid, too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a bummer. Obviously, you, you don't love to see when, you know, love I mean, shows. you never... <laughs> did you ever watch it? I watched the first season. Oh, did I you? liked it a lot. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you know, this is uh, Jonah Nolan's project and his wife, Lisa Joy Nolan's project as well. But they just came out with their new show, Peripheral, on the Amazon. So, I think they'll yeah. be doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up... Aubrey Plaza joins Agatha, Coven of Car- Chaos, or- or- Origins, <laughs> Coven of Origins, <laughs> the coven just got a little larger, <laughs> apparently Aubrey Plaza is the villain, even though I thought Agatha was a villain, no, there's no, no there's, she's a hero, This we already predicted, a, she, thought- we already predicted she's gonna be the good guy, the yeah, good, but the good gal, but- Oh my god! There's no such thing as a villain anymore. I can't keep anymore. up. I can't keep up. Yeah, she's not. She's not gonna be the villain in her lead show. Anyway, so that. I think Aubrey Plotz is awesome. It'll be cool to see her in like a witch role if that's what she's gonna be taking on. She'll be the probably like the leader of the coven. The coven just got a little larger. <laughs> <laughs> for all you fans of Enchanted, Amy Adams, yes, film, uh, they just released the trailer for Disenchanted, which is coming out on Disney Plus very soon. Uh, go check that trailer out. Looks like a lot of fun. And what's happening is the fantasy realm is coming into our world. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Next up, we have Theo James is starring in Netflix's TV adaptation of Guy Ritchie's The Gentleman. This will not be an origin story. It'll be a, a rise up story. <laughs> Spin off rise. So since that, people love that movie and they're turning it into a TV series. And this is what the plot's going to be like. So Ritchie wrote the pilot and will direct the first two episodes, which is cool news to hear. And for for the show, uh, Theo James will play Eddie Halstead, the son of his father, played by Matthew McConaughey in the film. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not the son of his of Matthew McConaughey. So let me take it back. 
He's playing. You said the son of his father. Okay, all right. We'll play Eddie Halstead, who has inherited his father's sizable estate, only to discover that it's sitting on top of a weed empire owned by the legendary Mickey Pearson. Ah. Um, so has this straight-up soldier got what it takes to master the dark arts of the British criminal underworld and take control of the entire operation? We'll find out. Pretty intriguing p- concept and plot. So it's a I rise love, story. I love that because in the film, McConaughey's character buys as many estates as he can on this huge, huge pieces of land, and underneath the the un, in underneath underground, he has his weed empire. Growing. Yeah, so, so he's yeah. renting. He's basically renting. Yeah, renting. The land yeah, renting land from Sorry. like yeah. the lords of England yeah. and the UK all over the country. Because then the, everyone's like, "How?" Everyone's like, "Where is this weed farm in the UK?" Yeah, it's it would a be, great movie. It was a great concept. Seen, yeah. If you haven't seen the gentleman, sorry if if we just spoiled it. It's been a few years. Sorry. It's been three years. Some of it. It's still a great movie. But that's cool. I I like that Richie's going to do it the first two episodes. I don't know if he'll show run, but it seems like he's just going to set the tone. We'll see. Mads Milkelson is set to lead Brian Fuller's new film, Dust Bunny Fuller, who was uh, one of the makers of the Hannibal TV show. Fuller is making his film debut as a director with this film from his own script. The story follows an eight-year-old girl who enlists the help of her intriguing neighbor, played by Mickelson, to kill the monster under her bed that she believes ate her family. Reminds me of um, um, when a monster calls, kind of that that kind of vibe. Were you ever afraid of dust bunnies when you were a kid? Dust bunnies? Um, no. Were you? <laughs> Still am. Seems like an odd thing to be afraid of. Moving on to Billy Bob Thornton. Giancarlo Esposito. I love how you just moved away from that. Kiki Kwan. <laughs> I'm bearing that trauma. And Anthony Mackie. Join the Russo Brothers' electric state. Now, the story is set in an alternative future where it follows a teenage girl, Millie Bobby Brown, who realizes that a strange but sweet robot who comes to her has actually been sent to her by her missing brother. She and the robot set out to find the brother in an imaginative world of humans mixing with all manner of robots, uncovering a grand conspiracy in the progress. Chris Pratt, Brian Cox, Stanley Tucci, and Jenny Slate are also in the cast. This is a stacked movie. Holy crap. Great cast. Hopefully it's better than The Gray Man. Last month, Jennifer Lawrence was cast as Elizabeth Holmes in Adam McKay's upcoming film, Bad Blood, which is will be a biographical adaptation of the story. But she actually just dropped out because she watched Amanda Seyfried's performance on the Hulu miniseries and said she doesn't want to do it after watching that. She said, like, Amanda Seyfried did great. Why would I do the same character, like, a year later? So she dropped out of the project. That's really respectful. I watched that show. I didn't love the series and the writing, but... Amanda was terrific in that role. Yeah, she was she was stellar. I watched a little bit when you had it on. I was like, wow, that's I think it might spot be her, her best performance. Just the writing of that show is just not there for me. It was yeah. it was it was mad. I think they just like try to turn out as quickly as possible. Yeah, probably. it was it was it was okay. I it mean, could have been great. It Why? really could have. Like, it's a it's crazy a story. story. How is it not? I've listened to like four podcasts on that story because it's so fascinating and it's nuts what she did. And, <laughs> and they turned to like an origins, origin, Holmes origins. It was, a, it was an origins rise up story at the same time. You know how they do. <laughs> what was she like in college? What was she like before college? It's like the, the flashbacks. Uh, Anyways, moving on. Oh, to, flashbacks in a TV series. It was like tw- it was constant changing of time. Uh-huh. The good place is William Jackson Harper, who also you might remember from Midsummer. Just snagged a mystery role in Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Who is this? William Jackson Harper. He's uh he's in Midsummer. He's the the one who the guy tries to steal his paper. Oh, the 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 researcher one. Yeah, the one who gotcha. remember when he tried. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Doing the um, what do you call that? Your final thing. Thesis. Thesis. Thank you. Yeah. Gotcha. So good actor. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is on the Good Place. Yeah, he's the yeah. lead. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> All right, that wraps movie news. 72. We had some origins. We have our new Rise, Rise. <laughs> Rise movies. Rise. <laughs> um, this week in episodes, we have tomorrow's going to... I mean, yeah, tomorrow's going to be an episode on... Indie. Indiana... No, no Indie film. Independent films, so we put... <laughs> <laughs> like India Jones gonna do that. We, we just watched, watched India. We watched Raiders with Chandler, Lost Ark, with Chandler. Um so it's gonna be an episode on Tar, The Banshees of Inisharan, and Decision to Leave. Three basically mini reviews all in one episode. They're not integrated, so if you haven't seen one of those, you can still listen to the other two segments. It's kind of like an old style we used to do, but we th- thought it'd be a lot of fun to bring attention to these great independent films that are in theaters right now. Highly recommend checking these movies out. If you have seen them, Stay tuned for our reviews tomorrow. And also, we posted a movie poster giveaway contest yesterday on the YouTube channel. All you got to do is comment on that video. And you if you get chosen and selected as a winner in a week, you get to pick a movie of your choice. And we'll send you a movie poster with our sponsor, MoviePosters.com. It's easy. Super easy. So do that. If you're listening, just it's a no-brainer. You're watching on YouTube. You got this. Just go down, scroll, <laughs> hit the hit that back arrow, and you'll see me and Anthony's face with the movie poster giveaway, and just comment, dude, anything. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> comment your favorite movie. <laughs> All right. See you all next time. Later. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.